All you tubular teens, this is showrunner, producer, writer, whatever you want to call me, Dwayne Feenstra here. Just wanted to thank you for checking out Tubular Teens with Titans. Uh, this episode is our cast introduction of our core five guardians, as well as myself and my creative partner, Velvet. We're just going to let you get to know who we are and a little bit more about tubular teens with titans before you dive into the wonderful first episode which is also on the feed now if you're impatient and you want to dive right into the action go ahead check out the awesome episode then come back and get to know us a little bit better no harm no foul before i go into introducing myself with the questionnaire that i sent to my lovely cast uh, i'm just to let you know that tubular teens with titans is velvet and my love letter to Everything that is Super Sentai and Magical Girl and all of that kind of fun stuff that I remember watching in the 90s when Mighty Morphin came out. I think I was in middle school or high school when it came out, and it was just just captivating for me. I don't know why. Even at that age, I knew it was cheesy and campy, but I absolutely loved it. And the fact that it's still on 25, almost 30 years later is just a testament to how beautiful this genre is. Our show is set during that same era of the mid-early 90s that the Mighty Morphin era was set in. So in our show, there's not a lot of the technology we have. There's not a lot of smartphones. I think we have some Blackberries that might show up or PDAs more than anything. Wi-Fi really isn't a thing in our world. And I just loved that fun time before we had technology to solve all of our problems. So it makes it a little bit more challenging for our characters if they get separated and all that kind of fun shenanigans stuff. And with that same vein of Power Rangers, it's teenagers who are given this wonderful power and responsibility to protect the world, but it's also about their day-to-day lives. It's very much a adventure teen drama type thing we're going for where each of these characters has big moments of their lives and we've kind of broken it down where each episode gives us a very big glimpse into a moment for each of our guardians and i just wanted to play with that because that was the one thing i always felt was missing from power rangers was that depth at least in the earlier episodes i can't speak for the last 10 years because i'm still catching up i'll get there But I wanted to show our characters, our cast, as fully fleshed out people with real lives outside of just being superheroes. 
a big part of our show is that in our world, there isn't any real prejudices. There's no great homophobia, transphobia, any of that kind of stuff exists in Dragon Cove. This is Velvet and my idealized world that we would want people to live in where we have the star quarterback of the football team is a pansexual young man, the captain of the swim and water polo team is a a confident and well-loved trans woman. And there's no issue, there's no hatred, there's no that kind of stuff in our world. We didn't want to make a show to preach to people or to lecture anyone or try to change necessarily anyone's mind. We just wanted to show people the world as we wish it was. Along with super sentai monsters and dinosaurs from the center of the earth. You know, like you dream of of when you're 9 or 10 years old. So if this is what you're into, if you're into action, adventure, comedy, teen drama, full inclusion, a diverse cast, please stick around. My cast, they have done worlds beyond anything I could have ever imagined when Velvet and I first started writing this script. And I want to thank them, if they actually listen to this, for making this dream of ours become such a beautiful reality. Now, on to the introductions. I am Dwayne Feenstra, and I am from Southern California, uh, the Long Beach area. I've lived here pretty much my entire life, so if you're from Southern California, you know where I'm talking about. If not, it's what you see in the movies with the palm trees and stuff. That's where I'm from. Um, I have been making audio content consistently for about five years now. Um, I used to do a lot of comic book podcast interview shows, roundtable discussion shows. Um, Final Issue Podcast was one. I did Random Idiocy. I just would get people on. I would talk to them. That was my first experience creating audio for other people to listen to. And for the last three years, I have been very lucky to be the GM and producer of the Flight Risk Podcast, which is a Star Wars actual play uh, set 5,000 years before our common Star Wars history. And it is the funnest thing I've ever been a part of. It's where I met Velvet and Kyle, who was part of our cast, and Joe, who helped make our theme song and all of this stuff. And it gave me the confidence to make this project. So without flight risk, this wouldn't be in your ears right now. Uh, my role on the show, I am not doing any voice acting, I say right now, as we've only recorded the first four or five episodes. I might fill in, who knows, as like a random backup person. But uh, my role on this show is the writer, director, sound designer, and yeah, I Velvet and I team write the scripts. Uh, we work with our cast, and then I put it all together on my uh, little computer here on Reaper, and, and hopefully you guys enjoy it. Um, 
it is tough for me to pick my favorite character line or moment, but I think almost anything Briar says as Jay brings a smile to my face. I don't know why, but just hearing their voice play Jay and say the crazy techno babble and all the ridiculous things that Jay says, it just it just brings a smile to my face. I mean, everyone does a great job. Everyone has great moments. For some for some reason, Briar, their performance is just just wonderful. Uh, my experience with Super Sentai is I've been a fan of it since Mighty Morphin came out, and I watched it through Turbo and all that kind of stuff. Basically, the Tommy years. And then after I graduated high school, I got kind of busy and fell off. But I've really been diving back into the comics that are coming out through Boom. And if you haven't read the Boom comics, you and you are even a casual Power Rangers fan, you need to check them out. They're doing such a wonderful job telling the story in the same fun and mature fashion that we're kind of aiming for here in Tubular Teens. Um, Magical Girl, which is, again to me, related to Super Sentai. I was a big Sailor Moon fan in elementary school. One of the channels used to show Sailor Moon at like 2.30 to 3 o'clock, and school used to get over at 2.30. So I'd have to set the VCR in my mom's room to record it and then run home so I could stop the recording and watch the episode after I did my homework. And I did that every day. For the months and months it was on until the one fateful day when I hit play and it was Samurai Pizza Cats and Power and Sailor Moon was gone. I was upset and confused, but I moved on. Uh, if people want to find me and more of my work, like I said, check out Flight Risk. Uh, we're at Flight Risk Pod on the Twitter or just Google Flight Risk Podcast. I think we're the top thing now. And. Yeah, you could follow me on Twitter. It's just my name, Dwayne Feenstra. It'll be listed in the show notes here. Um, I'm not the most active person on social media, but I'm quick to respond. If you need a question, you want to talk to me about something, I'm there. I'm big on the lurking and reading stuff. Not so much of the posting. Dark readings, morsels. My name is Velvet Divine, and I use favor pronouns. I'm originally from Armenia, Quindío, in Colombia, but for the past 20 years or so, I've been living out here in North Jersey. I've been acting and performing for about 10 years now, give or take. I started doing classical and musical theater in high school, which I did throughout the extent of it and well into college. Eventually, my schedule was not particularly conducive to stage work. And so for the past couple of years, I've been mostly doing voiceover work remotely uh, in the form of audio dramas, TTRPG streaming, and actual play podcasts. As far as a favorite role, I don't think I could ever pick one of my brain children, but I think I always come back to my very first role as the Pharaoh in Aida, simply because that was the my first exposure to stage life, and I never looked back. I'm not actually playing anyone in Tubular Teens with Titans, I am the other half of Velvet Fiend Rabbit Productions. And along with my wonderful co-writer, Dwayne Feenstra, who actually does most of the work, 
Uh, I mainly just help bounce off ideas, make sure that our world building is consistent, edit to make sure, you know, nothing was missed as far as grammar, pronoun consistency. And I provide a, a lot of, uh, a lot of the ideas for Johnny D and Desdemona. My favorite character liner moment so far. It's very difficult to pick one. I love all the characters for one reason or another, and especially seeing them come to life, not only on the page, but also, you know, in that third dimension, uh, with everyone's incredible, incredible voice work. My favorites, though, are probably Johnny D and Desdemona. They're just so amusing. And I feel like I can so very clearly see, like, Regina George and various Keanu characters in them. Uh, and I just giggle every time I come across one of their lines. My experience with Super Sentai and the magical girl archetype is pretty lifelong. I grew up watching Sailor Moon, Cardcaptor Sakura, and of course the Power Rangers. I did not get to experience the OG iterations of the Rangers. I mainly grew up with Time Force, Wild Force, Dino Thunder, and Ninja Storm, which I will always insist are the best ones, but obviously I'm biased. Fun story, actually. Uh, 3T was born of Dwayne and I's original little pet project of creating a Super Sentai hack of the Blades in the Dark TTRPG system. I think we got just about done with the system, or the hack rather, and we were trying to figure out like how to, you know, put together a little playtest adventure. And one day doing was just like, wait, why don't we just make this an audio drama? And I was like, that is reckless and borderline irresponsible, so we should do it. You can find me and more of my work pretty much everywhere on the internet at OG Brown Sugar. My uh, bird app, the Twitter, is probably the best place as that contains all the links to everywhere else. It's a solid repository. And I mean, you can find me on a variety of other projects as well. Uh, Stories of a Broken Sun is my other long-running uh, actual play podcast that I'm involved with. You can find me on a variety of... TTRPG streamed campaigns, both past and present, uh, things like Boston by Night, Twilight Road. You can find those at your leisure. Hi, my name is Keisha Wallace. I'm from Richmond, Virginia. I've been acting for a while. I would say I've been acting for the last 24 years. Um, I've been acting since I was a kid, and so I enjoyed a lot. Voice acting is somewhat new to me. Um, I've been voice acting for about, well, I guess not super new. It's been about like 10 years. But in comparison to how long I've been acting, it's sort of short. But I absolutely love voiceover acting. It's such a different dynamic. Um, it, it's actually allowed me to put my playing with dolls at use. So it's super amazing. Um, my favorite role is actually a tie-up between... Gwen Avalon, which is the role that I'm playing. Um, the Guardian name is uh, Hydro Hoplite. Um, but it's been a toss-up between that role and there was uh, one time where I played, um, or I am playing, um, a uh, sweet and low 
um, sugar packet. Yeah, I'm a sweet and low sugar packet. And I love it because it's um, so many sassy moments. Um, both characters are actually very badass. So that's why I like them both. Um, so I am playing Gwen Avalon, which I already said before, the Hydro Hoplite Guardian, um, who is pretty much a kick-ass type person. I just love the idea that she's super fearless because it actually reminds me of myself. My favorite character line would happen to be, it's um, scene one, episode three, and she's um, talking with um, Hanuel, I'm sorry, Hanuel, about um, how he feels about acting, I mean, not acting, but how he feels about um, working with people that he doesn't really know. And um, so they're talking back and forth and, and they end up talking about like schoolwork. And she just busts out with this quote from from Plutarch. She's like, it is a part of a good person to do a great and noble deeds, though they risk everything. I totally love that line. And I also like that she flexed her little um, mental knowledge. Like, yeah, I'm a kick-ass guardian, but I'm also extremely smart, if you didn't know. So um, I really like that line. Um, so my biggest experience with, um, I would say, a show that's similar would be Power Rangers. I absolutely loved Power Rangers. Um, my favorite Power Ranger was the pink Power Ranger, actually. Um, I, I love the concept of these random high school students just becoming powerful and, and you know, defending the world from aliens. <laughs> And things <laughs> sort of like what we do. So, um, and then I, I love to see girls um, being badass and like really getting the job done. So, you can find more of my work in, and I guess a few places. So, I'm not just a actor, but I also sing. So, you could find more of my work on my website. That's www.keishasounds.com. Um, you can also follow me on IG. I love to post different things that I'm doing, and that's um, at Keisha Sounds and Keisha Spell K E I S H A um, and Sounds S O U N D S. Um, so I guess that's about it. Hi, I'm Briar Zachary. My pronouns are they, them, and I am from England. I have been voice acting just since the start of the pandemic, actually. I auditioned for a podcast called Absolutely No Adventures and got a role, which was very exciting because it was the first thing I auditioned for. Um, acting I have been doing since I was really little. Um, I think the first proper role that I had in like a proper show on a proper stage and everything was Rosie from Mamma Mia when I was nine, which was very exciting, but I couldn't remember any of the lyrics to take a chance on me for the life of me it took 
several people, several weeks of sitting me down and going over the lyrics religiously every day for me to not screw up completely on the on the night of the show. Choosing my favourite role is really hard because I have lots of different roles that I love playing for different reasons. Um, but just to just to appease the the director gods of the show into not killing off Jay, um, I really enjoy playing Jay. <laughs> uh, I really enjoy playing Jay because they have they have they have a great energy to them, and they also kind of speak in the same slightly broken way that I do in my day to day life. So it, it's really it's nice to be able to talk like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, de- it's definitely Jay, but if you ask me that question tomorrow, it will be someone else for a completely different reason. I am playing Jay Terror, and every time I say that, I have to make a very conscious decision not to say Jai. My favourite character moment for Jay so far is absolutely the part where all of the other characters come to the terror residence to find Jay. Just because that entire segment gives me very, very strong, like, Disney Disney Channel movie vibes or Disney Channel TV show vibes or that kind of, that kind of energy of just like the, oh, mom and and rattling around in a big workshop it's just that whole scene was very fun for me to play when we did the when we did the table read <laughs> um yeah my experience uh my experience with the kind of like super sentai power rangers type stories the first conscious memory that I have of watching anything like that was Tokyo Mew Mew, which I watched before I knew what anime was when we first got more than five channels in my house, which was well into the 2000s. So I didn't know what like anime dubs were or any of that. Um, but there, if you, if you don't know Tokyo Mew Mew, there is a certain point in the show where they stopped dubbing it. So I was watching it on TV and I watched through the first season about five times waiting for them to show the rest of the show. Uh, and it never happened. About three or four years later, I finally Googled the show because that's when we got internet in my house. And uh, yeah, turned out they stopped dubbing it and you had to watch subs online um outside of that the majority of my experience with that genre is like the powerpuff girls i think is like the main one and then other young superhero shows <laughs> uh you can find me and more of my work at galactic underscore chief on twitter which is also my cosplay photography account so i apologize if that occasionally crops up when uh, when conventions start happening yeah i'm tim loika and i am from san diego california 
I've only really been pursuing voiceover probably for about a year now. Uh, I actually started submitting applications and trying out for certain roles and sending out demos since about January of this year. Um, this being my first actual role. Um, so as far as careers go with this, th I'm definitely a newbie and just excited to be a part of any production and definitely gaining more experience is more valuable to me than anything else. My favorite role. Hmm. My favorite role would have to be, of course, nothing professional, not nearly close to this kind of scale, but I had done a voiceover for Megatron for a friend of mine when he was doing a school project when he was still in film school. We were using action figures, and um, when he had asked me if I'd want to do Megatron just because he knew how long of a Transformers fan I've been, I definitely jumped at that chance, and I had a blast. Um, I could even say that might be one of the early instances where I started considering it. But full disclosure, my wife was definitely the uh, the real turning point for me to even really giving it a shot. Favorite character line or moment so far? Hmm... I definitely enjoyed the first fight sequence when all the characters are just barely learning. Something about the fish out of water discovery sequence just seemed really fun to me. And another scene that's coming up in episode three, which kind of shows more depth towards Hanuel's character, which I don't want to spoil anything, but it's definitely one of the scenes and parts that I'm pretty uh, invested in. My experience with Super Sentai, Power Rangers, or Magical Girl Fiction. Growing up, I was always into a lot of those kinds of shows. I actually grew up in the Philippines, and I moved to the U.S. when I was about 12 years old. Uh, a lot of the shows that I, I used to watch were those kind of Super Sentai-type shows. I used to watch Bioman, which is more similar to Power Rangers than anything else, really. It was about it was five heroes all color-coded as well, and they had a robot that they all piloted, um, obviously fought monsters. Ultraman was one of my favorite shows growing up. Um, there was also Machine Man. Uh, Kamen Rider was definitely one that I used to watch when I was a kid, too, because a lot of those shows made it to the Philippines. So Later on, I definitely would say magical girl fiction type stuff would be Sailor Moon. I did enjoy that back in middle school, full disclosure. People can find me more on uh, Instagram, really, more than anything, but I'm not much of a social media type, but I usually post pictures of my cats and drawings and action figures and video games and that kind of stuff. As far as professional works, uh, there's not really a whole lot going on. I have a full-time job that I can barely step away from. Um, but yeah, just, I guess, look forward for more Tim Loika stuff in the future. Hey, my name's Allegra Rodriguez Shivers. My pronouns are they, them. Uh, I live in Los Angeles now, but I am originally from Northwest Arkansas. Uh, I have been acting for closing in on a decade-ish now. Yeah, maybe a little more. Uh, and voice acting, I've only recently gotten into, but it is super great. I love it. It's very fun. It may be my favorite. Nah, I can't say that. I can't say that I have a favorite kind of acting. It's all great. It's all fun. I love playing pretend. It's great. Uh, my favorite role has been... Uh, I, 
I can't choose. I can't pick a favorite role. I love all of my roles equal. That's not true. There are some roles that I genuinely disliked playing. Um, but uh, some highlights, I guess, have been um, as part of a Shakespeare company for a while. We did Midsummer, and I got to play Hermia, which was super fun. Um, same company. I also got to do a, a kind of different take on Albany from King Lear, and that was great. Um, I mean, there, there. I, I just love. I love act. I love playing pretend. You know, it's, it's hard. To, it's hard to pick a favorite. I have lots of favorites and lots of fond memories of different roles for different reasons. I am playing Scarlet Watts, aka the Nova Knight. Um, I love her. I love her. I love her so much. Um, my favorite. I love my favorite character line so far has been. I can't remember it verbatim, but it's one. It's a big, long, rambling one where she's talking about we have to go find Jay, or someone's gonna have to tell their parents that they're off on like a murderous rampage across the country to meet up with their mothership uh, in Area Fifty One. I don't. It's so long and funny. I love it. Uh, I also just love like any moment that the whole team kind of gets to be together and you get to see them growing as individuals, but also as a group. That's really great. Um, and also making like fight noises is so fun. Sitting in my booth alone at home, Ugh! it's so stupid and so fun. And I usually have to cut out a bunch of giggles. <laughs> my experience with Super Sentai, Power Rangers, Magic Girl, Fiction—it's not a lot. I th- my big one was um, <laughs> when I was a kid uh, was Power Rangers, and there are two very specific ones. I don't know if anyone remembers. There was a VHS of Power Rangers in space that took a bunch of episodes and just threw them together like they were a movie. And for literal years, I was like, no, that's just the Power Rangers in space movie. It wasn't a series. It was it was just like the Power Rangers in space movie. And then I found out that it was not just a movie and was, in fact, a bunch of episodes from a season cut together like a movie. And I was I was shocked. It's one with like the Psycho Rangers or whatever. It was great. I think on it fondly often. <laughs> um, and then of course the classic uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with Ivan Ooze, <laughs> the most horrifying villain. Um, and the beginning where they just skydive for no reason. Wild. I love that movie. Also, I would watch that movie right now if I could find it. I'd watch it. Uh, people can find me, um, the biggest things right now that I'm working on, um, you can find me on the podcast Earth Eclipsed, where I play Dr. Alexine Prometh. Uh, episode one is out. The rest of the season should be out later this year. I'm super excited about it. Uh, it's a very, like, sci-fi, like, pulpy sci-fi, futuristic world that seems utopian, but probably isn't. It's very cool. It's very fun. I love that. Um, and a big personal project that uh, I've been working on for about a year now um, is made a role play. We are a uh, tabletop role playing game podcast where we do play games like Dungeons and Dragons, of course, but we're uh, going to the second arc of our Delta Green podcast called Doom to Repeat. Um, Delta Green is basically like if the X Files, it's like X Files Eldritch Horror. It's great. Uh, it's very dark. It is not for for the little ones. It is definitely uh, horror. 
e horror-ish, horror-adjacent. We'll call it that. Um, but it's great. I've loved playing with my with my friends and putting stuff together. We do. We've done a bunch of one shots as well. We did a D and D like non Eurocentric D and D campaign, which is amazing. And right now we are also currently running a game called Orpheus, which is in the same kind of realm as Vampire the Masquerade, but ghosts. It's also by the folks at White Wolf. Um, it's very like Ghostbusters, but the Ghostbusters are also ghosts, um, which is really great. We stream it every two weeks on Saturdays. Um, it's really great. We have a we have a guest GM right now, so all all seven of us get to play together. I'm playing a uh, a banshee who can just drop out of her body. It's great. It's very fun. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can find me on Twitter at Lego M2RS or on Instagram at Allegra.RS23. Um, yeah, that's my. Those are my big things that I'm that I'm working on right now. So check them out if you're interested. Thanks. Hi, my name is Chris Van, and I am from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and I've been a voice actor for a little more than a year now. One of my most favorite roles would honestly have to be Benny Humo, the pirate paladin himself. The reason being is because the character of Benny and I are so much alike. We have a lot of similarities all the way from his rough childhood to his experiences in high school. And because I'm pretty much playing myself, it makes every single line my favorite. But if I had to pick one favorite line or moment, it's got to be the first time the team suits up and fights their very first monster in episode 2. Pretty much just like every 90s kid, I remember being instantly hooked as soon as I saw the first episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It got me into martial arts, it got me into costumed heroes, which led me into comic books. Pretty much everything I'm into today is because of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Like I said before, I haven't been voice acting for very long, but if you keep your ears open, I have done quite a few toy commercials. I'm slowly transitioning into character work, and I actually just got done recording my lines for my very first video game project. The game is called Eden's Last Sunrise. It'll be available next year on PC, Mac, and Nintendo Switch. Tubular Teens with Titans is written and produced by Velvet Fiend Rabbit Productions. Our theme song, Thunder Sword, is written and produced by Ahmad Judah and Joe Chasm, with lyrics and vocals by Keisha Wallace. If you liked what you just heard, please head over to the podcast service of your choice and leave us a rating and a review. It truly helps more people find the show.